Have you ever considered who the most important person is when it comes to you planning and being prepared for retirement? Well, it's probably not who you think. And today is a questions and answers episode where I answer your questions about your benefits, your retirement. So please consider subscribing. If this is the type of content that you like and is helpful for you, then hey, join the community. It is a great, great time. And today, again, I've got three incredible questions that you guys submitted. There's a link in the description below to submit questions if you want me to answer some of your questions that you have about your retirement and your benefits. And honestly, these are great, great questions. I'm honestly so, so pleasantly surprised every time I read them. I'm like, wow, these are phenomenal questions that are well thought out, that are helpful for everyone. So without further ado, let's jump right in. This is the first question that I am going to read today. So they say, hey, I am married and I have noticed that with the retirement package or the retirement application that you fill out as you retire and with the TSP plan, there is an area that my spouse has to sign. My question is, with the TSP, must my spouse's signature be notarized for each change in withdrawals from the TSP? For example, if I change a monthly installment payment to a quarterly installment payment. And this is a great, great question. So you are right on when it comes to retirement and i alluded to this at the very beginning there is one person that is so crucial to helping you retire confident and well that is your spouse because the tsp and the federal government benefits really set it up where your spouse has to be involved at least to some degree because on your retirement application they have to notarize if you give them anything less than a full survivor benefit from your pension. And if you're not familiar with the survivor benefit, I've got a number of videos on it, so check those out. Um, basically, you decide how much of your pension to leave to your spouse, if any, and there's ramifications both ways, whether you leave some or you don't, right? Um, and then when you make a withdrawal from your TSP, often the rules with COVID were a little different. They're generally back to normal, but basically you have to get a notarized signature from your spouse to take money out of your TSP, right? The TSP basically assumes, hey, you both own the TSP, even though it might be in your name, your spouse has right to it, and so they have to notarize their signature for you to first make withdrawal, and even if you are making changes, right? They have to notarize it. Um, and honestly, that's kind of just one of the nuances and the potential downsides of the TSP. And if you don't need to make any changes, it may not be a big deal, where maybe you just get an installment payment every month, and from there you don't have to make any changes, and so you just do it once and you're good to go. Um, you know, that's one reason if people are really frustrated with that rule, because they don't have the flexibility to make quick changes, um, then sometimes I recommend, hey, maybe an IRA makes more sense. Right? And again, the TSP versus IRA debate is a long one. I've got, again, many videos on that, so check that out. But uh, that's one thing to consider is the spouse has to notarize their consent when you start moving money around. So I hope that was helpful. Next question. This question is great too, okay? It says, hey, I have way too much life insurance and I actually need none at this point. Can I sell my Fegley policy or can I just cancel it? So for those that may not be familiar, Fegley is your federal employee group life insurance, the life insurance that you can get through your job, okay? So this gentleman or lady, whoever wrote this in, they say, hey, I don't really need any insurance. I've got Fegley, I've got the, these policies. What can I do with them? Can I sell them? Can I just cancel them? How does it work? And this is a great question. So with Fegley insurance, you can always cancel. That's easy, 
right? Getting more insurance is the hard part, but if you're looking to cancel, you can always do that, right? Easy peasy, no problem. The question on, can I sell my insurance? That's a whole different question. So, and for many, this may be a whole new topic that you've never even heard of before, but let me kind of explain how it works. So you can actually sell your, your Fegley insurance. You can. The issue is who's going to buy it from you. And the people that actually are in the business of buying life insurance, um, they call them viatical companies or insurance companies, or there's a number of different names for them, but basically this is what they do. When someone is in really poor health, right, and they're go probably going to pass away, and let's say someone has half a million dollars in life insurance, they're going to pass away, but they would like to have access to some of that money before they pass away. Basically, a company comes in and says, hey, I'm gonna pay you 300 grand, right? And um, we're gonna buy this life insurance policy off of you for 300 grand. You know, you're expected to pass away in the next year. We're gonna get that 500 grand once you pass away. That's kind of how it works. So can you sell your life insurance? Definitely. But uh, no one's gonna buy it unless you're in really bad health and you're probably gonna pass away in the near future, okay? So um, something to kind of know, it's an interesting point, and I sure hope that does not apply to really any of my viewers or my listeners, but uh, it is a possibility. Fegley does allow you to do that if someone's willing to buy it from you, okay? Perfect. Next question, and last question. They say, hey, while watching your videos, a good topic came up. Since we agree that it will take a few months before you start receiving your first pension, does it make sense? And can you increase your TSP withdrawals for those few months in order to have enough money until your pension check comes in and then decrease it back down? So again, great question. So basically what they're referring to, if you haven't seen my other videos, basically in the first few months of retirement, it's gonna take some time for your pension checks to come in. Okay, so you're not going to be receiving a monthly income from your pension for some months. It may take up to six, it could take longer, it could take shorter. We don't know exactly. It just depends how busy OPM is and the processing times, okay? And so basically my advice is, hey, have some money somewhere to get you to fill this gap, right? And their question is, hey, can I just take more from the TSP during this time and then once my pension actually starts kicking in, I can de decrease it back down? And my answer is yes, you 100% can. The few cautions I have is first, make sure you are above 59 and a half or, budget, or retiring after 50, um, if you're a special provisions or after 55 as a normal FERS employee, so you don't have that 10% penalty. That's number one, make sure you're paying no penalties, okay? Um, number two, of course, you have to get a spouse consent to take money out and things like that. And, and number three, it actually can take a little bit for the TSP to be in the know that you retired. So your agency is actually responsible to um, tell the TSP, hey, this person's retired, um, they can have access to their TSP or not, that sort of thing. They let them know, and then at that point, the TSP, when you reach out to them, say, oh yeah, this guy's retired, send them the money, right? But sometimes it, the agencies are a little slow to do that. And so I've seen maybe it takes some weeks or maybe even a month for people to have access to their TSP completely. And so my advice is, hey, if you can get an emergency fund, some other funds too, that would be helpful as well to get you through these first few months. And maybe the annual leave payout that you might get, and if you don't know about that, check out my other videos on that. Maybe that'll be enough to get you through the first little bit. Um, or maybe you're, if you are over 59 and a half, one thing you can do is, 
if you're working and you're still, if, if you're over 59 and a half, you can take an in-service withdrawal while you're working before you retire to take money out of your TSP before then so that even if there is some time where the TSP doesn't know you're retired yet and things like that, you've already got money in your hands, cash ready to go to get you through that gap. So those are some thoughts. Uh, it depends on your situation, but yeah, have some resources, have some funds to make sure you can fill that gap. So I hope that was helpful. Again, if you have any questions, submit in the in the link below, in the description below, and uh, you guys have an incredible rest of your week. I'll see you next time.